Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Rosie from Typhoid Rosie, and you are listening to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Hello, everyone, and you are with the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. My name is Lou Lombardi, a.k.a. Ludini. Uh, LudiniRockandRollCircus.com is the website where you can uh, satisfy uh, your insatiable lust for all your Ludini needs. Uh, we're doing another uh, great interview today uh, with uh, Typhoid Rosie. Yes, uh, no, you do not need one of those like face masks that they wear in, in Japan. You can just listen. I promise you'll be safe. Um, what's great, <laughs> I've got Rosie on the line. We're going to get to Rosie here in a second. We're going to have a good time. Um, I, I, I'll leave the comedy to the professionals. That's a hint. That's a little foreshadowing as to, as to what we're going to be talking about here in a minute. But um, the the artist we have, the band we have, is Typhoid Rosie. If you're listening to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. I'd like to thank my long, long time and long suffering uh, sponsor, Positively Pittsburgh Live Magazine. That is pplmag.com. It's Pittsburgh's first internet radio, TV network, uh, online community magazine, and business directory. Uh, you can listen to, watch. Uh, and, uh, uh, and receive emails with the latest audio and video created by the members of the community. There are a lot of great articles, coupons. You can find businesses. You can even have your own magazine page, all right? So if you are so inclined, do you have something you want to promote? PositivelyPittsburghLiveMagazine.com or PPLMag.com is where you want to be. There's something like a million uh, visitors every month to the website. It's a great place to get the word out about something you have going on, including something like this, like the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Now, I've got a, a really awesome uh, band uh, on the line today. Actually, we've got the, uh, the leader of uh, Typhoid Rosie on the line here. We've got Rosie Rebel, and they are a, a New York band. They've got a, a record out called uh, Hearts Bleed Goodbye, features 11 powerful tracks, which are inspired by love and love lost. I mean, what more? Uh, what, what, it's like the greatest uh, uh, topic of all music, isn't it? Love and love <laughs> lost. All right, uh, without further ado, uh, Rosie, Typhoid Rosie, a.k.a. Rosie Rebel, welcome to uh, the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Hey, thank you. Thanks for having me, Lou. No problem. I'm yeah, we are. <laughs> so, so, Rosie... Uh, yeah. Before, before, just because I think we need to have some background here um, ab- about you. Um, you, you have definitely the most interesting day job of anybody that um, I have interviewed. So why don't you tell people before we get into the music side, tell us about this other uh, uh, venture you've been involved with for a long time. You mean you mean comedy that we're? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I that's mean, what I, I mean, right now I work on movies a lot. So I, oh wow. That's what I do. You know, I I really like like anything I could do that's art. You know, anything I can you know use my creative talents is like woo and make money is like yeah. 
Um, <laughs> I I did comedy for a long time. I did it for like ten years, and it was like the only thing I ever really wanted to do with my life. But it's not. I mean, unless you know, unless you have like a special. Um, you know, like it's really hard to make a living as a comedian. It's like impossible. Even the guy, the you know the headliners, the pros, they go down and they they make like twenty dollars sometimes. You know, five dollars. Oh, if you want to make money, you you could do it in England. But I mean, that's always what I wanted to do, just because I guess I kind of grew up in like a really, uh, I guess I had like a tragic childhood, and I think like I just wanted to. It just made me happy to like see people smile and to to make them laugh because life is like it's just horrible <laughs> and people need that they need to they need to laugh and yeah so comedy is not really my day job I mean I I've been like close so many times like I went on, on America's Got Talent and how it sounds like you're funny come on my show and and stuff like that like i <laughs> i made the royal guards laugh in england like i've had like some cool some amazing amazing things that you know not everything in life i don't know how to say it, like not every like i've done things that are so cool but it's like it's not it's not a check it's just especially even this record i made this record but that was that's for my soul. Like, do you, do you know what I mean? Like, one yeah, thing yeah. feeds your soul, and the other thing, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure when you get there, you know, people dream a lot about fame and this and that. But like, I guess I work on movies a lot, and you see, you see that it's not, it's not that glamorous. Do you know what I mean? When you're sitting around for, you know, eighteen hours a day. <laughs> Yeah, for her to come on and say a couple lines, and I'll go sit back down. <laughs> yeah, and and uh, and like I feel like a lot of like celebrities, some of the the, the ones that I've met, I've been really surprised by how nice they are. But at the same time, they're they're not they're not regular people anymore. It's not like you know when you see the mailman, you're like, Whoa! you know, you could talk to people in your neighborhood, and it's not weird. But when mm-hmm. you talk to them, it's weird. And I just sometimes like they look like lonely to me. Yeah. And I don't know if I, you know what I mean. I don't know. I don't know if I would want. I don't know if I would want that. Like everybody wants like the fame and like with our music, we put a lot of money and like time and like you know we we spent like three years on this record so that it would sound like amazing, which is pretty good for a band that doesn't have a record label. But right, you know these the songs are great, and we didn't just seems like nowadays, you know, people make one on one good song on an album. Like, we didn't do that. We, if there were any songs that were okay, we, they got X'd from the album. Mm. But, um, you know, I've been really interested a lot lately in, like, hits. And, like, these people, like Led Zeppelin, do you know how, like, sick of playing Stairway to Heaven? Like, they, they <laughs> hate playing that song. And, you know, and everybody wants playing about playing Satisfaction for 50 years. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're so sick of it, and they got to get up there every night, and they have to make it like it's like it's brand new to them. Yeah. And, I mean, the, I mean, it's, it's a blessing and it's a curse, whereas, like, people like us, like smaller indie bands, they are, you know, we, like, I still love my songs when I get up there. Yeah, 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 yeah. You still feel and like I'm you're excited. speaking out of your soul. So so tell us a little bit about um so you were you do you were you know you had had a passion for comedy 
because you wanted to yeah, you know, reach out to people and make people feel good. So how did you how did you get in? Because you didn't start in, in music. How did you get into music? Take us through that process. Yeah. So, so my I'll tell you this. My entire life, and this is probably everyone I know. Everybody, everyone I know, and you meet one or two people who are like, no, like they don't feel anything for music. <laughs> but it's okay. weird when somebody doesn't love music. Right. I. I grew up, like, listening to the radio. You know, I had, like, a little red Coca-Cola radio, and I always loved music. And then when I got older, I started going to, like, a lot of punk shows and Mm -hmm. ska shows and reggae shows. And I, like, that was, like, so much a part of who I was. I mean, I always did that alongside of comedy, but I always felt like as long as music was being made that I couldn't be in that room. Like, I I didn't belong in there. And what happened was, I, you know, a lot of my friends were always musicians, and our drummer is actually my husband. And we, for like 10 years of our relationship, I did comedy and he did music, and I would go to his shows and he would go to my show. And then I started somehow, like, with the comedy, like, it's, it's like impossible to make a living, especially now, you know, you go to New York, like, all, there's like, you want to go to a comedy show, there's like, you know, a thousand free comedy shows that you can go to. It's almost like what what's happening with music. Now that people can stream it for free, like nobody's going to make any money. It's like you're almost like killing <laughs> the artist. I mean, you, you know, you know what I mean by that. But so what happened was my, so I was like, oh, I'll go back to school. And I ended up getting into Columbia University, which was crazy because I never even realized like, I never thought of myself like a, a, like I was a smart person. I didn't take my SATs. Okay. I went to, like, I flunked out of my first community college, and then I started going to Columbia, and they make you take, like, you have to take a core. You have to take, you know, certain literature classes. You have to take science. You have to take, you have to take art. You have to learn about classical art, and you have to learn about music. And I, for the first time, I started taking this music class, and I really you know, I was listening to stuff like classical music, and the teacher said to me, he's like, you know what, like, you should keep taking more music classes. And I didn't, it's weird, like, I didn't do that, but right at that time, I started, um, I, I, like, got a ukulele, and I also had an organ that my grandmother's mother, my great-grandmother, she played in the side, you know, the, the movies, they used to play them, and she would play the piano along right. to the silent film. Mm-hmm. And I got her organ. And I guess it's just kind of right around that time. What happened was I I wrote, like, a funny song, like a weird song, a comedy song. Okay. It was like, I, it's not even out there because I, it's so weird. <laughs> like, you don't even want it out there on the Internet. It was like some song about a girl, about a yeast infection song. Ah, and a you know, there are many songs about yeast infections, but yeah, good. You <laughs> love those? I'll send it to you. Like, <laughs> yeah, I want to hear it. <laughs> um, so I started, like, I had this song, and I was like, oh, so when I do it live, like, I do, like, a lot of, like, my comedy's always been, like, very different. Like, I got so bored with stand-up that... I would have to, like, I started dressing up as, like, a man and doing, like, I wore a mustache and I did manned up. Like, that was fun. And, like, I would throw weights, you know, like, pump weights between shows. But 
So like, well, how did I wrote this song? And then I was like, oh, I need a band. I need a band to do the song live. And like all my friends are musicians. So I basically started Typhoid Rosie around a joke song. And then a little while later, like this is right around the time I have a ukulele and I have an organ and I'm just messing around. I don't really know how to play. I know how to some chords and stuff. But then, you know, I started playing this. And I'm like, oh, like uh, A minor, what a pretty chord. And like D minor. like, And then you put them next to each other and you're like, oh, that's beautiful. And I went to, I went to Spain and um, like right around the time I married our drummer who was not our drummer then because back then he would not, he refused to make music with me. He said it was like, he said my music was raping of all his senses. <laughs> but the drums are really weird. Make sure you get a little bit close, like more on mic, and say that oh. again. He said what? Oh, no, no. Well, my husband, in the beginning, he our drummer, he wouldn't make you know, music with me because he said my music sounds like a raping of all his senses. Because I made these like weird, and you could look them up, but I prefer people listen to our music because the difference is is that this band started off as a joke, but then I found out that I could like really write serious songs. Like mm-hmm. I'm really good at it. I went to this, I went, I went to Spain, and I saw a bullfight, and I cried the entire time. It was like the most horrible thing I've ever seen. And I wrote a song about it. It's on our first record called El Toro. It's on the music album. And then that once I wrote that song, all the people, all the musicians that I knew were like, oh. And then it became real. Like, Rosie, Rosie can write music. And even my family, like, I didn't know. Even my family was like, what? They didn't know. And, like, a lot of people, when they hear my music, they're like, wow. Like, they're really surprised. And I'm surprised. Do you know what I mean? But it's like we didn't know. <laughs> like I didn't well, know. Well, what I what I what I think I want to emphasize to people who are listening who aren't familiar with you is uh, the music is definitely no joke. Um, this is a really good sounding record, and every song on it is, you know, is is very well done. I mean, there's not there's no filler. There's no, you know, uh, you know, you're not screwing around and you know. So, so people, people out there understand that. In fact, let's give them the, let's give them a taste. Let's go ahead and rock out to uh, the world is coming to an end. Happy little number <laughs> <laughs> from former comedian Rosie Rebel. This is uh, this is the uh, this is Typhoid Rosie. The world is coming to an end on the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Okay, that was the world is coming to an end. Now, tell us about that song, Rosie. Um, okay, so every song that I write and every song on the record um, is, like, something that means a lot to me. And I think that that's really important as an artist. Like, if you're not – if you don't feel anything, then you should probably get off the stage. Okay. <laughs> but that song is about – I mean, it's a, it's about the planet and – you know, the way that we don't, I don't, it's, I feel like what we're doing is kind of like, like a nosedive in an airplane, okay. but with like no plan. You know what I mean? I, I think okay. everyone kind of knows. I think everyone yeah. kind of knows that. And that like, to me, to me, like, the, the you know, people spend all day arguing about, you know, what they believe in. And somehow, 
I guess it makes them feel like their, you know, their opinions make them feel like, you know, like good people. But in my, in what I think is that it doesn't matter if you're, if you're a Democrat or you're a Republican or you're this or that, like when you, you know, I, I, I have a degree in history and the best book I ever read was like, human beings are biological creatures with biological needs, there's certain things that we all do, but our, our like everything we are is attached to the well-being of the planet. So our survival is attached to the well-being of the planet, and and you know the way that we're going, we're like you know we're filling the plastic, the oceans with plastic. You know everybody knows. Right, 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 right. Which is why, like, I mean, which is probably why, like, my husband and I, we made this record. And it's like we don't even know. Like people are not nobody makes you know money from music anywhere. But this is more about, I guess, just making people at least think about it. Like we're not having kids because it's like, do you know what I mean? Like I don't. I, I, this world is like, it's so insane that it's like, you you know. Right. I feel like I'm not telling anybody anything new. I, I feel right. like it's something that, that they <laughs> all know expressing... and we all just want to look the other way. Right. So this, so but, this, so the song "World's Coming to an End" is is sort of like your feeling about that, or your your. Yeah, I mean, like in my opinion, yeah. the well, the well-being of the planet is the greatest um, human rights and animal rights issue of our time because people can argue back and forth, but without without clean water to drink, without food to eat. From that's from the earth, and we're all we're we're bye bye. Yeah. Um, you, you have. Um, let's talk a little bit more about um, some of the other songs on the record because you had a uh, a tragedy that you um, it's sort a personal tragedy, kind of like two back to back that um, affected you know you and uh, inspired some of the songs. Can you talk a little bit about, tell us what happened and, and tell us about the uh, the music that sort of came out of that. Yeah, yeah, it's really, it's really messed up. Like, I I, I almost want to tell it quickly because my brother is here, he's visiting, I don't want him to come to the door because it makes him so sad to think about oh, it. Okay. But my, my mother, what happened was my grandmother was dying and we were coming out of my grandmother's wake my mom had like a massive aneurysm and she was gone and she was Aww. gone so quick. Like her brain was gone before we even had a chance to say goodbye. Like we were all, we were all in the hospital with like our morning clothes. We didn't like expect to lose her. And it was during that, you remember that government shutdown when they shut down the Republicans and the Democrats were arguing and they shut right. down like public parks. You remember that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right when it happened. So my grandma, so my mother, who died after my grandmother was buried first. We had to go back like uh-huh. five days later, bury my grandmother because she was going to be buried next to a veteran. I don't, a lot of people don't know about this, but there were like, there were bod- like veterans bodies that like were stacked up and they just, you know what I mean? Like that's yeah. why we had to wait. It was so messed up. Okay. And so this, that's why the record's called hearts to bleed goodbye because that is what, that's the best way that I can describe what it felt like. And, um, you know, I mean, but it's at the same time, like, it's not, even the song The World is Coming to an End, like, it is a pretty upbeat song, but it's like, oh, we're dying. <laughs> but Heartfully Goodbye 
is a beautiful song. It's sad. It's about sad yeah. things, but it's beautiful. And that's, it's exactly what I went through. I, I remember like, you know, like you just, it's like your life is knocked off the tracks or in like, you look around, you see everyone's moving and people are going about their lives. And like, it's like you, you know what I mean? Yours is yeah. in her family. You know, some, when somebody dies, it's very interesting because people, like it bothers other people to see you cry. Like, it almost, do you know what I mean? And, and yeah. I feel like we live in the kind of world where everybody's, oh, you have a feeling? Take a pill, take a pill. Or, you know, that's, but like, I I feel like the only way to get through it is to like feel every second of it. Maybe that's not for everybody, but I feel like that's, I don't know. I feel like that's, that's, I don't know. Right. The only way wrong? out, the only way out is through. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, that's, you have to do that. And I, I totally agree with you and I totally I understand the sentiment, you know, you know, feeling bad, take a pill. And, you know, music is one of those things where you can kind of like health in a healthy way express these yeah. things. You know what I mean? And the comedy, yeah. you know, I mean, right? I mean, you know, we've heard, you know the story, Robin Williams, everybody, all these people that do this are have, deep down have a lot of things going on. The you know, tragic creatures. Yeah, yeah. Even the singers also, I have, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, you know, that's the only way that they know how to get through in this world because it's, it's crazy. Like it really is hard. Like so many people, you know, they, they, they go to work every day and may, maybe they don't feel like maybe they're in the right place, but mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, and then yeah. they're, they're spending time away from their families and, and it's hard. And then they got the boss breathing down their neck and then, you know, you know, there's so many problems. Like people need people need a release. They need to laugh and they need to cry. And you know, the things that like let it out. I feel like you need to do that. And I wrote those songs going through it. Not all of them. Some of them because this is very interesting. The one song Till We Meet Again, which is my favorite song, is like when I see my when I see my mom again. Like I sing it to her. Like you know, mm-hmm. it's like it's like the end of my grieving process. But then the other songs on there, they're about love and lo- love lost. I guess, you know, for me, losing the planet is like <laughs> losing, you know. Right. Something that we all should be loving. <laughs> and then then there's songs like, I feel like the more, the closer that I get to death, the more that I want to live. So certain songs on there, like Run Along, is is about it's about life, you know. Yeah. Um, so let's let's shift gears a little bit and and talk about because you guys do play live, and tell, so tell us about the uh, Typhoid Rosie live experience. Um, we have a show on Thursday at Bowery Electric. Um, so which I mean, I usually the thing is the the difference is between the record. Is that like when I'm on stage? I've been performing for uh, ten years, and mm-hmm. more like a physical. Like I'm a physical performer, and in a lot of ways, a physical comedian. So I'll tell jokes in between, and I interact with the audience and run around. Um, yeah. So I mean, you don't really you don't really get that when you listen to the record. You get the very polished, mm-hmm. you know, 
It's almost like like what we were just talking about. Like, Rosie, should you say that? Too late. We already did. You know what I mean? That's I guess that's what people can come in here. <laughs> yeah. But you're not going to get that on the record because the record's not, it's almost not as human. You know what I mean? It's it, it's like such a raw expression in this and that, but there's 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 no talking in between the songs. You don't get the delivery. You don't see the physical person. You don't see you don't see like the way that their eyes look when they're singing about you know like me something like my mother who I just like miss with all my heart. Yeah. Yeah, you you don't right. Well, of Weird. course. Yeah. I have a question for you. Oh. Oh, well, okay, sure. Hit me up. <laughs> so what, I'm making like this music video. Actually, I'm making a couple of them, but. How do you feel? Because like, I think it's weird. Like, how do you feel about, like, the person walking around singing the song, but you know that they're lip singing? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, how do you right. feel about that? How do I feel about it? Um, yeah. I think, personally, I think I've just become used to it. You know, I grew up, I'm I'm older than you. I, I grew up with the whole MTV thing. So it was really exciting when, you know, the police or, you know, Men at Work or Joan Jett had a new video out. We knew that they weren't, we didn't, nobody, I mean, we knew they weren't singing. We knew they were, my, you know, pantomiming the song, you know, but it was their song. It, it wasn't Milli Vanilli, you know. <clears throat> so it, it doesn't, um, and, and it can be done in a in in a really creative, fun way. Yeah. Too, you know what I mean? So I have I, a, I, a lot of artists who do videos, and some and some of them will, They'll get with a good director and they'll make like a really cool kind of thematic thing. Um, so, and if you had a third thing, uh, Rosie, it's like it's not the live show, it's not the album, it's the video, and that takes the song. And that's the beauty about music, isn't it? It can it can be like it's elastic. It can become different things, right? What do you mean different, like mediums? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it can become different things. I mean, if it's you know, because you have the like you talked about the record, and then you have the live performance, and now we're talking about the video, and that's like another expression or another, uh, <clears throat> I don't know, reshaping of whatever the song, whatever the song may be. I mean, when I when when I grew up watching, listening to music, and then we'd see the video, we would talk about this. My friends would be like, you know, we would the song would mean, and this is good and bad. The song would have a certain kind of idea to us when we heard it. But then when we would see the video, sometimes the artist would do something completely, uh, yeah. you know what I mean, it would throw you. Yeah. And sometimes that was super fun, but sometimes you were disappointed too. You know what I mean? So, hey, you know, it's, uh, it, it can be yeah, good Yeah, it's interesting, right? Like the way that, the way that things, like you make some. That, that's one of the things that's so cool to me about music is that, you know, I, we wrote these songs, but people will write to me and they – they they love it or you, you know what I mean even though mm-hmm. it wasn't I didn't write the song about them but if you take something and you're and you're so raw about it and you're so real then like like I was saying before like there's certain things that are just fundamental like like to the core of who we are as humans and music is one of the few things that can touch people and people that you've never met will be like i that that song like like you were saying maybe i you know like music memories and stuff like that i remember like when i first heard that song where i was yeah. how i felt and then you know made me think about this or that and sometimes it's not even something that you 
that you thought about. I'm trying to think of what one guy said about. There was this. There's this article of News Whistle, and the guy reviewed our record, and it was one of my favorite ones. But I, one of my favorite things about it is like we didn't send him a press release because it's almost like you give someone the cliff notes, but like he really listened to it. He listened to it in ways that I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> he, you know, he was, like, blowing me away, you yeah. know? Yeah, that's cool when somebody hears something in it that you don't, and you go like, oh, I never thought about it. And you feel kind of, like, really, like, you kind of reached somebody, you know? Yeah, but it's, it's really nice. I don't know, it's like somebody, it's like they taught you something about your song that you didn't even know, and it came out of you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, what um let's uh, let, uh before we wrap up here as we're kinda of winding down, what does the next um six to twelve months look like for Typhoid Rosie? Well we have some shows. We have um shows coming up and we also have two new songs that are so good. You know what I mean? Like when we wrote when we wrote Hard to Be Goodbye, we're like, you know, I guess everybody has a one song where it's like, Oh, I love that song. But the new the new songs, it's like when we play them, it's like, oh my god, can we do that again? Like that was so amazing. Oh wow! You know, yeah, really good song. One of them is called Happiness, and it's kind of about like you know how people like, you know, on Facebook, like it's almost invasive, like <laughs> happiness of other people. Do you know what I'm talking about? Okay. You you know what I mean? Because a lot of people feel that way, but. It's, like, about happiness, but it's almost like a creepy happiness. A creepy happiness. Yeah. And then, you know, one thing that's always, like, I've always felt weird about, you know, inspirational wall decor? Like, people put a sign up in their house. Oh, okay. Yeah. With, like, a teddy bear that says, like, home is where the heart is. This is always, like, rough. It's always, like, been a weird thing, like... Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, I feel like people put it up like, ah, nothing to see here. Everyone's we're completely normal, we're really normal. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, why do you need someone else's words? Do you know what I mean? To show, hey, family. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> right. <Go. laughs> Dislikes, inspirational wall decor. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. So what were we talking so, about? Oh, yeah. Just, so we're, hey, you don't yeah, that. So you're gonna, you're gonna release two new songs, right? Well, well, we, yeah, we'll 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 make a record when we when it's all obviously when we have the best of the best, then we'll make another record. And this one will be different, you know. This one, the hearts bleed goodbye was like because I got my heart ripped out of my chest, you know. Mm-hmm. And this one will be something, you know, maybe happier. Like I'll be, you know, like a, you know, in love with life, you know. Um, tell the folks at home uh, how they can follow you and stay on top of what you're doing. We we post a lot on social media. So we have our Twitter is... Ah, oh, here's my dog, Gannon! Gannon! Um, you got to give him, every time he comes to the door, you got to give him a big parade, you know? So we have <laughs> t- Twitter backslash Typhoid Rosie. And typhoid spelled with T H T Y T H O I D, and then we have um, typhoid Rosie music on Instagram, 
and Facebook's Typhoid Rosie Band. So we post there all the time. And I always try to post, like, songs that I love, like like a Roy Orbison song or something. Mm-hmm. And, you know, quotes and funny jokes. Yeah. No, 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 no creepy happiness. No, no, I mean, <laughs> it's okay. I mean, I'm not going to, like, dislike it. So it's just I feel weird about it. Like, I would never get, we're so happy, like, put it up on the wall because, like, it's just a weird thing to me. Like, we'll just be happy, and then sometimes we won't be happy, and that's okay, you know? Right. Very good. Um, um, and so, oh. And so, yes, go ahead. Go ahead. One more thing. On my Instagram, I was, like, do, like, I post a lot of videos of me doing backflips at the gym because I'm getting, like, ripped. <laughs> nice. Great. So if you like trampoline tricks, Lou, check out her Instagram. <laughs> check out Typhoid Rosie's Instagram if you want to see trampoline tricks. And you can also go to typhoidrosie.com, and uh, there's uh, music and, and all sorts of fun shenanigans uh, there. Do you, have a, do you have a minute or do you need to go? Well, you have do you have another question? I was going to well, I was going to do a bonus question. Let me just going to close out the podcast and do a bonus Go question. Go for it. Okay. Hey guys, you've been listening to the, to uh, my talk here with Typhoid Rosie, Rosie Rebel, and that website again is typhoidrosie.com and then you can get them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You definitely want to check out the Instagram because you will see great shots of Rosie doing backflips. So this is important Aww. stuff you do not want to miss. Um, you're listening to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. That is LudiniRockandRollCircus.com. Uh, if you love bands like Typhoid Rosie and um, Dead 27s and Vaccine and the Manimals and all these uh, wonderful bands that I've had the privilege of meeting, uh, you want to go to SupportIndieRock.com and help us uh, do a lot more to uh, get the word out about these bands and uh, maybe hopefully even help them make a little bit of scratch because that's what makes the world, uh, at least unfortunately for now, makes the world go around. Um, so that is supportindierock.com. One more time, shout out to my sponsor, Positively Pittsburgh Live Magazine, pplmag.com. Go to that website, do everything there, and uh, you will be a very happy person. Uh, you're listening to Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. This is ludinirockandrollcircus.com. Uh, every uh, every uh, Tuesday and Saturday, brand new podcast, so check them out. Guys, thanks so much for listening. LoudiniRockandRollCircus.com, and we will catch you on the next podcast. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.